episode of surviving sobriety right i can kind of say that a little bit better i got five foot jesus here with me i still want to say like 137 foot <laughs> thanks for joining me all the way from are you technically on the coast like do i say you're a coastal state um i'm technically like about four and a half hours Okay. On the coast. Well, you're more coastal than me. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like, you're fucking Oceanside in comparison, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining from the Atlantic. <laughs> no. <laughs> Listen, how do you feel about the, <laughs> where they're like, Titanic Strike 2? <laughs> how do you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> is that shit not wild? <laughs> it is. It's crazy. <laughs> I feel like. That would be a terrible way to go. Just yeah, I don't. Uh, you know, definitely not a way I would imagine myself going for sure. Yeah, I mean, oof, oof. <laughs> oh yeah, so many things. I feel bad. Like, and then there's like so many memes, which then also like make me feel terrible because like how, like I feel bad for them and their families, but like also how is it like not a little bit funny, <laughs> like. Because, uh, you know, I, <laughs> we don't get the Sweet and Savage podcast without me being a fucking savage, right? But, like, some of that shit's hilarious. And then also it's like, I know there's people and families in there. And, you know, oh, but shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> <You're wrong. laughs> it's like, I know I'm not wrong, but damn, <laughs> it's quality content. <laughs> Like, and I know if it was me, like, that would still suck, but, ugh, there's no way in hell my ass is getting in one of those things, like, let's go on an adventure and do this. No, no. You know, I could could think of a lot of different ways to spend 250 grand on. Holy fucking shitballs, yeah, and it is not going in something that looks like a glorified silver bullet and let's go down to the bottom of the ocean. No. Yeah, this <laughs> like, controlled by, by the PlayStation 3 controller. <laughs> for real. If you guys need help spending 250 k you can call me. Like, we'll put all our social media yeah, handles in the me. notes. Like, I'll help yeah. you. We got ideas. <laughs> um, yeah, we got ideas. <laughs> we don't even need 250 k Like, we'll take, like, a tenth of that, and um, you could have the rest. <laughs> and nobody got to die. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, ain't that the damn truth. <laughs> like, everybody can be alive. The kid can still go to the concert. Like, Jesus, what the fuck? Oh, God. I, I don't know. I, I'm glad to have you back. It's definitely wild, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. So I, um, I today, I don't know if you know this or whatnot, but I was working with uh, the sponsor today, Native Blend Clothing. And we did, um, like, a photo shoot. How's that coming along, by the way? 
yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I really like them. Um, the guy that owns it's a real nice guy. And, you know, like, the company is, like, driven in the, like, the focus is, like, mental health as well as physical health. And I feel like I know. with both shows, like, I feel like that's such a good foundation to have, you know? Um, and Absolutely. Yeah, like, um, the one, the one thing in particular I wanted to, like, bring to your attention and talk to you about, it just, like, strikes a chord with me, and um, the one slogan he has, so he brought me some, like, apparel, right, some merch to wear and, like, take photos in, and it's, like, a lot of the slogans are, are funny, like, the one shirt that I have on that I was wearing, um, you know, I always say like, um, it's like my favorite one because it says be kind and then in small cursive writing it says fucker <laughs> and so I'm like that's, <laughs> yes. that's awesome right so he's actually telling me the story yeah. he's like I he originally made it and it just said be kind and then he was telling me how he made it say like fucker in small writing and he wore it to I think it was a concert he said and then like he had a ton of people that wanted that shirt so he's like oh shoot he better make this as a, a shirt right and of course, so I see the two, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I want the R-rated version. I don't want the PG version, right?" Um, and I want I want all of the ones with the cuss words, like I just do. Um, <laughs> but he brought this one tank top, and I feel like it's like perfect for our show, and like perfect for anybody on any journey with sobriety, like just no matter where where you're at with it. But the one slogan that he uses a lot. I don't even know if, like, slogan's the right word, but it's, um, it'll have, like, his little design, which is, like, a mountain, right? And at least that's what it looks like to me. I guess I haven't actually asked him. But it, then it says, conquer yourself. And I feel like of, of all the slogans or, like, you know, inspiring things that he has on them, like, that one, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, you just sort of, like, had to go real deep with me on, like, two words there. You know, like, because yeah. none of his stuff is, like, specifically about sobriety, you know, or, or anything like that. I mean, they they do, like, a deal for, like, uh, first responders and veterans, which is cool. And, like, you can tell, like, there's um, an appreciation for that. But nothing specifically is, like, hey, we're, like, in support of this other than, like, partnering, you know, with the, the podcast and stuff. But I'm, like, man, like... Like, don't you think those are some pretty true words? Like, um, yeah, that that hits pretty close to home. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, at the end of the day, there's no bigger critic than yourself. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it's it's like you versus you, really. Like, I mean, I I was watching this one. Um, you know, I look up like the sober TikTok hashtag, and I can't remember what guy was doing the video but it, it was like somebody else like reposted it or duetted the video or something but so then the guy was like being interviewed and he's just like um you know like you can't get sober for your job ultimately or like you you know for a friend or for a spouse or whatever like you know everybody can say like they do it for all these reasons right like you could do it because you know you got in trouble with this or whatnot but it, no matter what it is you're saying the reason is ultimately like you're doing it because you decided to and I was like fuck and so then like when I read that slogan where it says like conquer yourself I'm like yeah like it is really just you versus you especially when like I mean everywhere we go it's like it's there you know like yeah 
everywhere. You know, like I don't feel like I don't feel like meth is everywhere I go. Like, and I I mean I I shouldn't laugh when I say that, but it's just like just alcohol is like the the most accepted. You know, like I mean. They're like, yeah, don't do, don't do meth. You'll go to jail. But they're like, oh yeah, you should have another beer. You got time. You'll be fine to drive. It's okay. I'm like, bitch, I'm blasted. Yeah. I shouldn't be driving. Like I shouldn't have been driving here. You know? And they're like, no, it's okay. Let's have some shots. It's like yeah, alcohol is uh, probably one of the one of the most dangerous drugs out there. I think just because of that reason right there alone because you can get in, you can go out and get drunk and then get in a motor vehicle and, and go out driving or try to make it home or whatever and you, you become a liability at that point yeah 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 I just I I really liked that slogan like it just I don't know it struck a nerve like for that alone I mean I feel like it, it could resonate with anybody for whatever it is that like they're trying to battle you know whether yeah. whether oh, it's something so. else, I like that slogan. Yeah, I was like, hmm, okay, and it um on the tank top I was wearing, like it's at a it's a pretty cool spot in general. Like it had like the little tiny mountain, which I feel like, all right, that's super significant too, you know. But then like the slogan was like like it went vertically up the back, and it just yeah. said like conquer yourself. So I was like, that's legit, and it was a it was an awesome color. It's not like yet on the website, so. Um, hopefully some of the pictures turn out because I was like, you know, I mean, that's not like my normal area. <laughs> so I'm like this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's like, you could tell like, um, he didn't say it or anything like this, but I feel like he could probably tell that um, having my picture taken like that's not my normal thing. But uh, a little I, bit out of your comfort zone. I, yeah, I mean, I gave it my best shot. <laughs> I was like, I was really hoping. As long as you gave me your one hundred, you know. Yeah. I, if I could have had some of my hot friends show up and like do the job for me, that'd have been nicer. But um, I had to, I had to do the work. Um, so I was like, shit. <laughs> but I mean, I got I got some awesome awesome merch now for it, so that's cool. And um, I, yeah, it's le- it's legit. So that's that's awesome. But um, I'm glad that's working out for you. Yeah, um, I'm excited for that. And um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, they're super, super supportive and encouraging, and um, it's nice, um, like, having that extra push, like, you know, because it's something I'm, like, working on so so much, you know. Oh, but, yeah, absolutely. Um, I was looking up, though, um, as far as, as far as, like, this show goes in general, like, um, you know, you know how I was talking to you about, like, getting, like, updates on everybody and seeing how everybody is at, um... And even talking with Josh, um, you know, because, like, I've shared, like, how, how um, like, what being sober kind of means to me, like, where it's, like, at a, at a different level, but, um, like, where, um, like, I told him, I was like, I definitely have not been a person that discriminates against alcohol, and while somebody might think, like, oh, because I, I didn't ever struggle with drinking every day, um, it doesn't mean I wouldn't say I ever had a problem. Um, I wouldn't consider um, blacking out to be something that is healthy or normal or um, not a red flag, right? Um, and so it was interesting, like, hearing some things that he said as well. But I was, 
like researching this and this like lady did this video and she was talking about like 10 things that she wished she knew when she first got sober so I was wondering like if you've ever thought of it like that um like if there's like you know a few things or 10 things or you know are there certain things that like you look back on where you're like man I wish I knew those things at the beginning Well, <laughs> I know yeah, that's I know that's putting you on the spot, but like maybe there's just one thing, but it doesn't have to be yeah, like a quantity. Yeah. But you know, like so with me, I, I would say probably the worst thing throughout my entire time of my drinking career, I guess if you want to call it that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably about you know the worst thing that I would say happened that I that you know. I wish I could look back on and, and change would, would have been the night that I caught my DUI just for the simple fact, not because it cost me so much money, not because it was embarrassing or anything like that. Just for the simple fact that I T-boned uh, a lady in the side of her car and it could have been a lot worse than what it was. And yeah. so I got real lucky that night. So looking yeah. back at it, you know, it's, it's fucked up because I remember very clearly walking out of the bar that night and looking at my cousin and saying, you know, I'm too fucked up to be driving my truck. And I remember him saying, you know, well, I'll drive for you. And I'm like, you ain't got a license. I got this. And off down the road we go. Yeah. Oof. I, I've said before to people that um, their only difference between them getting a DUI or them getting in an accident and me is that, you know, they got caught and I didn't. Right. And so I yeah. can definitely relate to that in that um, there have been times where I don't I don't recall how I got home or to wherever my destination was, I just, I just was there, you know, and I'm like, Oof. Yeah. like, and when you look back on that, that is so scary, like, and, and not just like, I don't, I don't mean that just to think about myself, but that is so scary to think of, like, what could have happened along the way, you know, and, um, ugh, I would be, yeah. uh, it could like I know you could. Exactly what you're about. I, I'm, uh, I've you know I've drove home multiple nights from being out drinking and whatnot, and I, I wake up in my bed not knowing how I got there, and I'll literally go outside and walk around my vehicle to make sure I didn't turn something over on the way home like the night oh, before. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie The Wolf on Wall Street? It has, um, no, I haven't seen it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so you have to look it up. Um, it has Leo, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in it, and he, I think he drinks in it, but he also does, like, a bunch of quaaludes, right? Like, old-school, like, um, stay-at-home housewife-style quaaludes, right? And um, yeah. it's a really epic scene. There's They've made memes on it, and they're like, bro, Leo should have won an Oscar for this scene alone because he he drives the fuck out of this car, right? I mean, just, just kills it. And, um, but they like do like a dual scene of it where like they make it look like in one, one side of it, like he got home straight, like straight and narrow, like just professional race car driver style, just did it. And then in, um, not a scratch on the car sort of thing. And then in the flip side of it, then they show you just this just blasted up car. I can't remember what kind of car it was, like, you know, something real fancy, like, um, I don't know, a Ferrari probably. And, um, yeah. but then, so then the cops, like, show up, and, like, 
you know, he's, like, fallen out of the car, and it's just, just destroyed. Like, he, but what he really did, and they show the footage, is, like, he just smashed everything they could along the way and was swerving all over the place and, you know, has, but has no recollection of that, you know? And I, I mean, I, it's, <laughs> I've been there, right? Like, I, like, I've had moments like that, and it's one of those things that, like, I feel really terrible on because when you're in that moment, it's like you really just want to get home. Like you just, at, at least to me, like I just wanted to get home and like be safe then. Like I, I definitely wasn't ever trying to hurt anybody, you know. Um, and I would would have felt terrible had I, right? And like your judgment is just so skewed that you think, okay, like I, I can just get there safely or if I drive slow or like, oh, 10 and 2, baby, 10 and 2, I got this, right? Like, I got the mm -hmm. air on, like, I'm take some deep breaths, like, not have any music, and, like, oh, that, I mean, all those things don't truly help that much, you know? I mean... No, that, yeah, if at all. <laughs> right, like, I mean, I still, to this day, like, if I'm, like, kind of lost, I think, like, I'll turn off the music, and all of a sudden, like, I can see and hear better, but, um... <laughs> all of a sudden, you can hear I, and see like, better? <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, I know where I'm at now. What the fuck? That's, uh, <laughs> right? All of a sudden, the GPS makes sense. I don't think so, but, um, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I've i definitely been in those scenarios. I But I also, like, um, I have some friends where, like, you know, most of my friends would tell you that, like, I'm a very happy drunk. And then, like, I have yeah. um, other ones that are, like, um, I just want to, like, be in my car. And I don't, like, I don't want to go anywhere. That wouldn't be the case. But, like, they only know that I want to get in there and I want to lock myself in there because I feel like then I'm safe, right? And, like, because right. in their experience with me, and they'll be like, oh, my God, Liz, that's what she always does. Well, their limited experience with me, that's what they know, right, or knew. And right. it's like, no, I'm not trying to go anywhere, but I'm also not trying to be vulnerable in a setting that I don't know, right? And I'm not trying to cause any trouble, so if I feel like yeah. in those moments, if I lock myself in my car, right, I can sleep it off. <laughs> that that'll still get you a DUI, guys. <laughs> like, if, if, yeah, absolutely. If you in the driver's seat, <laughs> like, so uh, that's yeah. That's we're here to stay the position. You're in the driver's seat. The keys are in ignition, and that car's oh, running. Yeah. You're going up the road for a little ride. Oh yeah. So like, that's a terrible idea, right? But I'm also like, yeah, And yeah. then what if what if in my drunk brain I thought, oh hey, I'm sober now. I can drive. Like, that would also be terrible, you know? But, like, I, I don't know. Like, um, that's that's why it's, like, you just, you, <laughs> I can't, I can't be doing stuff like that, you know? And, um, yeah, yeah I, you know, you, you're talking about um, being in your car and sleeping and that'll still get you a DUI and whatnot. Yeah, I got a buddy of mine that's sitting in jail right now because he was in a different state and he's, uh, unannounced to me, he's got, like, four DUIs. I didn't know it, but, uh. Anyways, he, he got drunk, and he was with his ex-girlfriend or girlfriend at the time. I'm not real sure, but uh, he was on his way home, and he realized that he was too drunk to drive, so he basically pulled over in a gas station and pulled in a parking spot, and he laid his seat back and left his car running and everything, locked his doors, and he was going to take a nap, and that's exactly what he did. And Somebody walked by and seen him, and I guess they was worried about him, and they called the law on him, and they come out and done a well-being check and seen that he'd been drinking, was too drunk to drive, and oh down the road he went. Yeah, I mean, it's just like that. Like, I I have been with people before where I was the sober driver, right? And 
they they were not and like they, they were like super belligerent and I was like whoa whoa like please please don't act like that like this other person that we're now encountering is is gonna call the cops and they're like oh no it's fine like we're not driving and I'm like no bro if they call the cops like uh you could still get us in trouble like you could still get in trouble I can't Absolutely. protect you and like a lot of people don't understand that and I'm like if the cops show up and you're in the back seat and they want to do a PBT and everything else, like, uh, <laughs> that's what they want to do. Like, there's, <laughs> just because you're not behind the yeah. wheel, you could still get in trouble. Like, there's drunken disorderly, there's, like, dr- whatever all the rules are, I don't know, but I'm not trying to go to jail. <laughs> like, like uh, I'm, I'm trying to be feral without going to jail. That's, let's be honest. And... It's like yeah, that jail life visit for me. <laughs> no, no, I Not mean, sure. if that's the case, I could just like make the ramen at home. Like, we'll just <laughs> just set up set up the environment, right? If it, here, like, yeah. see see how much you like it, right? <laughs> Have three <laughs> hot three hots and a cot. <laughs> What'd you say? I said I promise it's not that good. Right. <laughs> Dean was joking about it the other day and was like saying something about trading for the cigarettes or something and I was like I I can't survive no nope. there's no way I I I can't make it but um so yeah, one th- you know honestly yeah I, when, uh, I pulled ten days when uh, I got my DUI and that's probably that's probably the best ten days of of my eating life that I've ever had you know in my life. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I I got paid pretty good while I was in there because I was with the trustees and I, I knew some of the guys that I went to school with them. So, you know, what was left over, we usually got it. So I was pretty good while I was in there. Got all fat, chubby. <laughs> you got all the snacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. No, not me. I would be, like, screwed. They'd be like, yeah, well, were you, you, the, were you the girl all talking all, nice. all this shit? shit? So nice. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, wait. Or, or were you the dispatcher that did this, that, and the other thing? I'd be like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. I don't know what no, you're talking no, about, no, Willis. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, <laughs> it'd be some wild stuff. Oh, shoot. You know, I get that all the time, but that's not me. <laughs> right. Like, I yeah, I think I got a sister somewhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's, weird. yeah, I mean, I do got a sister, but we don't look alike like that. Like, she must have went blonde recently. <laughs> like, just kidding. <laughs> um, so I was watching this one video though, and you know, she was saying like ten things like she wished she knew, and I don't like I won't go through all ten of them, but the ones I thought were most interesting was that she said when she got sober, like totally sober. And, you know, in some of my research, it, it was saying, like, it's not like um, like a couple days of sobriety, like, that, like, really changes it. It's like, you know, after a few weeks, it, like, really, like, changes, like, your body. But she was saying that, like, A, she was, like, extraordinarily tired. And then she said um, her sleep schedule was, like, kind of just jacked. And I was wondering if, like, you could relate to that at all. Like, did you feel any sort of different? Uh, in the sleep schedule? Yeah. Did you feel, like, super yeah, tired at first? Like, um, like, my, my sleep schedule is fucked, really, it's fucked up to this day. <laughs> okay. Know? And and by the way, everybody out there, uh, 
the 27th of last month was my one year for being yes. sober off of alcohol. Yes, go, congratulations. Go, one Thank year. you very much. I'm so proud of you. But that is awesome. I appreciate it. It's, it's, it was a long road. It's been a long road, but it's been easier than I thought, to be honest with you. I know that sounds crazy, but... That's good, though. That's, I mean, I feel like that's got to give a lot of people hope. Uh, yeah, I mean, you just really got to put your mind to it, and you just got to have that mindset. And I think, you know, once you get put in that mind, and once you, you know, go a couple of weeks and you get a little taste of sobriety, you know, I think people, most people will like it and they'll want to chase it. Yeah. Yeah, keep chasing that same feeling and having that same sense of accomplishment for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But, but, uh, but your sleep schedule still messed um, up, so that's, I mean, that's good yeah. to know. Like, so, like, I don't know, like, what, I don't know what was going on with my sleep schedule, but I, you know, I, I always thought that I had the perfect sleep schedule when I was drinking because I always thought that I was getting plenty of sleep, but you're really not getting plenty of sleep when you go to bed blackout drunk and, mm. and you wake yep. up, I mean... I always woke up tired every day and went to work just like I was supposed to every day. I mean, but, you know, like I said a few minutes ago, it's been a little over a year now for me for no alcohol, and I'm still having a little bit of trouble sleeping, but it, it, it's it's to be expected, you know. Yeah. Well, I think that's, I think that's good information. Um, you know, sometimes the answer that we get isn't, the ideal one like you know people are looking for this perfect solution like okay so I'll be sober for two weeks and by a month you know I'm gonna sleep like you know better than a baby right you know people always yeah. say like a baby and I'm like who wants to sleep like a baby that shits themselves every two hours like that's kind of <laughs> fucked up babies wake up screaming bloody murder covered in shit I don't want to sleep like that like definitely not so like you gotta come up with some other phrase I'm just saying, like, that's the real talk, right? Like, and then you need somebody else to wipe your ass. Like, not for me. But, like, you, so maybe, how... Maybe one day, but not right now, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, actually, uh, Josh, the owner of Native Blend, him and I were talking about that because, you know, people will always say stuff about um, tattoos, right? And, like, they always have the, the, like, desire to, like, comment on it. I'm like, well, that's cool. But I, very rarely do they say anything negative. But if they do, for some reason, it is like, well, what are you going to do when you're 80? And I'm like, uh, I mean, if I don't have to have someone else wipe my ass and put oxygen on for me, I'm feeling like I'm winning. Like, I, I that's great. Yeah, like, I like, I paid good money for these tattoos. And so I'm be like, I got bomb ass artwork when I'm 80. Cool. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's weird. But, yeah, so, anyway, um, yeah. I, but I feel like, I feel like anybody, like, just starting off, too, like, you know, um, you'll see a bunch of, like, TikToks, especially where they're, like, I'm one day or I'm one week or whatever, you know, and it's, like, you're not going to get to one year until you've done the one day and the, the one week and, the, you know, three days and just everything in between, right? But, if yeah. you're thinking that, like, oh, your sleep schedule is going to be golden at a month, like, I would much rather know, like, hey, like, Five Foot Jesus sometimes is still struggling with sleep a year in. But guess what? Like, you're also feeling like this is easier than you thought it would was going to be. You know, like, or, and you're also feeling, like, positive about it. So, oh, yeah. like, I don't know. I just feel like I'd rather have, like, the real talk laid out for me, like, 
that's how it's going to be. Like, I don't know. Um, and some people would be like, um, I don't know, do you take, like, or would you take anything, like melatonin or... Um, oh, I mean, um, yeah. Uh, I take over-the-counter sleep, ma- uh, sleep aid. Um, okay. Here lately, uh, I haven't been uh, taking anything as far as to make me go to sleep. I've been trying to, you know, kind of sway away from that and just try to work on the, the sleeping part because... Yeah. For you know, like like I don't know what's going on because my, my sleep schedule fluctuates a little bit. Like sometimes like for a few months it'll be like it's like it's gonna be on point and it's like it needs to be and then all of a sudden like right now, like I can go to bed say at eleven o'clock at night and at four thirty in the morning I'm waking right back up and then <laughs> I'll lay back down around seven thirty and I'll sleep till about ten thirty and then I'm up and I'll get Shoot. my day going. Yeah. Well, like, um, I've never opposed anything like that. Just, I mean, as a night shifter, like, sometimes I do, like, need to have, like, a little bit. Of, I'll have, like, Z-Quil, which is really just, like, Benadryl. But yep. I got to have, like, my earplugs, and sometimes, like, I'll put on a fan, and, like, it, it can depend, like, how loud my neighbors are, and, like, did I get to sleep, like, before the sun was super bright, you know, like... Yeah. I just I just have to cuz I'm you know I'm working against like my body's natural rhythm. So like there's never any judgment from me ever um but especially on something like that. But I always also have to be careful too cuz if I don't have like a lot of time, right? Like to give and then I try to take something like to help me sleep, then I'll wake up like like super Oh, like zombie. Yeah. And so like I mean I will like barely have an easy quill. Um but, you know, like, whatever whatever somebody's got to do um, so that you can, like, try to have, like, a restful sleep. But I think you brought up a valid point when you said about, um, you know, you thought you were having good sleep. Like, um, like I said, I was in, a, like, a serious relationship with a, a man who was an alcoholic. And he went to sleep and slept great every night. Or, like, so you thought, like, after the 30-pack, like, he was out, right? Yeah. But... I mean, there's no way. There's no way that was, like, restful sleep. I mean, he, like, was, like, sweating that out. And, like, I mean, I, there's there's just no way. His body was just had to have been more exhausted from going through that. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think when, uh, when well, in my honest opinion, I think when you, if you go to sleep blackout drunk, then I, I still think that. Even though you're not awake, I think your mind is still racing. Your mind is still, you know, working and, and thinking and, and racing and whatnot. Oh, sure. Yeah. Let's just let's just take a, a real short break one second, and I'm going to play this that I made. And um, I'm not sure if you'll be able to hear it, but I want to test out if you can, okay? Okay. Maybe. The Sweet and Savage podcast is proudly supported by Native Blend Clothing, a brand developed to create a stronger focus on the importance of mental health as well as physical health. One of our favorite shirts of theirs says, Be bold, be proud, be you. Working alongside with Native Blend Clothing, we are conquering life's challenges together and we are family. We consider ourselves a tribe of misfits. You can check out all of their apparel and all the Sweet and Savage apparel on their website at nativeblendclothing.com slash sweetandsavage. And if you subscribe to our Patreon, you'll know how to get a discount so you can save even more. Native Blend Clothing is also local to Michigan, and we thank them for their continued support. Okay. 
So you weren't able to hear that, but everybody else should be able to hear that. I think maybe because we're streaming, you know, across the country, it doesn't play yeah. things like that I already have pre-recorded unless I have it on the soundboard. But I'll try to get it loaded on the soundboard so the next time we uh, record, you'll be able to hear it too. But um, okay. And another thing I read, um, which I think is kind of interesting, um, is that and um, Lauren after dark has talked about this too is that um, when you like start a sobriety journey that you should be prepared to take on a weird hobby yes <laughs> and they also said it should be a not expensive one is your hobby yes. not expensive my hobby uh <laughs> I, I, look i'll just go flat out tell everybody maybe we I, maybe I we need people fun. to send donations because i think your hobby might not qualify maybe it's look, expensive hobby, yeah maybe your hobby's expensive isn't it like diamonds not, well so my diamond art i mean it, it's fun like look i'm probably gonna catch a lot of shit for i love i but love it i've it, just had to fuck with you <laughs> <laughs> hey, it, it helps pass the time. It brings yes. stress levels down. You know, it keeps the mind very busy. Oh yeah, uh, you got to be very a very you patient. You have to be person, patient but, as fuck. Oh my god. But you know, hey, that's how you tolerate works. me it for these episodes because you're like, shoot, if I can do diamond art, I can handle Lizzie. God, Jesus, yeah, absolutely. You're like that's <laughs> a, you're like that's a nothing. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, if anybody can do diamond art. Oh yes, <laughs> right. I was like, oh, man, um, the the lady specifically said, make sure it's an affordable hobby. And I was like, oh, shit, the title's called Diamond Art, already disqualified. we got to find him, like, <laughs> like cubic zirconia art or something. Like, there's no way. That shit, that shit's expensive. <laughs> but I, I was like, well, sweet, that's awesome because you've, like, you've got that. And, like, that is, like, just showing, like, you've checked that box and, like, I feel like it's one of those things that, like you said, like it's occupying your brain, but also like your hands too. Yeah, you know, if you can see my table over here, it's just it's slant full of all the diamond beads and stuff and what and whatnot. <laughs> I love it. I feel, I feel like that's awesome. I mean, I I have my my stuff too that occupies me. I should probably have more stuff that occupies my hands, but. Huh. I, I could not do the diamond art. Jesus Christ, I'd make a mess. Yeah, I, got, I just got like five no ones sent to me in the mail just the other day. Oh, my God. <laughs> we, need to, we need to tell people like um, that follow your social media. It's five foot Jesus, and, you know, they can send you whatever diamond arts, like, you know. Or, um, <laughs> yeah. Tell them, to, like, <laughs> tell them to hit up the cash app. Like, Jesus, it's, this shit's got to <laughs> add up. Um. But yeah. <laughs> the other thing I was seeing, though, is they said, um, like, to expect, uh, this is, like, especially early on, so I want to know your take on it, like, now that you've hit, like, your year benchmark, but she said, um, like, you could start off your day, like, in the morning, and you'd be, like, confident, right? Like, you'll be confident, like, okay, um, I'm this many days sober, I'm this many months sober, or, like, I'm sober today, right? Whatever it is. But, like, to expect that by the end of the day, you might not be confident. Like, you might be like, oh, fuck, I can't do this anymore. And, like, to mentally prepare yourself for that. And I wondered, like, what's, so, what's your take? 
so that's absolutely correct because you know when I hit my one year mark, you'd think that that's supposed to be a big accomplishment, and everybody says how big of an accomplishment it is, and how proud they are of you, and and oh, keep up the good work, and it's that and the other. But honestly, like when I woke up, well, I mean, I was actually already up at twelve o'clock at night because, like I said, you know, it was going to be my one year sobriety, and I was excited for it, and. So I, I made a video and everything, and, and it really, it, I think it explained a lot of my emotions because, you know, I, I played at the beginning of the video, I played, you know, all the times, you know, that I made videos with my friends drinking on TikTok and duetting them and, and, and whatnot, you know, and then at the end of it, it was just me sitting on a bench, and I was just explaining, like, I didn't really know what to do with myself because you know, I thought that I was a fun person while I was drinking, and, I, and I, to this day, I miss drinking. I don't know anybody that drank as much as as I did and get sober and don't miss drinking. Yeah. But, you know, for me, like I said, that hits home because you can wake up one one day and you'll just be all excited and you'll be like, hey, you know, today's my one year. And then all of a sudden it's like a, a wave of emotions just come all at once. And, you know, you get to thinking about all the fun times that you had and, and then it just hits you all at once. Like, like I said, but, you know, like I said, that, that really did hit home right there. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that would definitely be a tough spot. I feel like the the memories and like the relationships like connected to it like oh man, it's like there's so many things that people only do and only associate with drinking. And I, I mean, I have I have plenty of friends that are like that that person, the only thing that or only time you will see them, you would see them would be alcohol related. It, it's like yeah so it's like sad like I mean I have other friends too where like yeah you can hang out with them in like all sorts of aspects but not everybody you know um and so that's kind of like a bummer because then you know I got to give up that portion of it and yeah um yeah like that's that's definitely like oh shit um for like the good of you though like you have to yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah. Hmm. Another thing this lady said, too, that she wished she knew is that, like, um, that, like, the good, the good feelings can also be overwhelming. She said that, like, you know, with alcohol being a depressant, like, it, it's, you know, it's kind of like, um, chilling out all the feelings, right? Even the happy ones. And so then when you, like, really start to feel everything, she was like, then you feel all the good stuff feels like a lot. And then you're like, hey, you can be, like, overwhelmed by that. Yeah, you think so, too? Yeah. I, I yeah, could feel I, that, too. I mean, yeah, like, so I'm not, I've never been good with showing my emotions anyway. And, yeah. you know, like, with, with drinking alcohol, it's pretty much a um, suppressant, you know. So yeah. like, you can have pretty much anything that you want. And so now that I've done sobered up and, you know, alcohol is completely 100% out of my system and, you know, the fog is lifted and I'm seeing clear and whatnot, you know, and, and I'm thinking clear and everything. I can see, you know, I've had people come up to me and just, you know, tell me, you know, how good I look or how great I'm doing or this, that, and the other, you know. And I never got that while I was running around being a drunk because I obviously I didn't look good, you know, running around being drunk 24-7 and whatnot. But, yeah, you can... You can get a flood of the emotions just like I did on my one year mark. Yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like that's... But it's to be expected, again, and it's natural. It's 100% yeah. natural. And I, I feel like I definitely would rather have have too much good than everything else being, like, all dull, you know? Like, I... Yeah. I, I'll take that. Like, if, if that's the case, I just... I think it's interesting, and, like, it's better to know it, you know, and, like, um, I'd rather share it with people now and, like, hear it from somebody like you now who's, like, you know... Um, been on this journey for so long and been through it, like, okay, well, if that's the case, then at least, like, you know what to expect, right? Like, because sometimes it's like, um, I don't know, like, I shared this meme earlier, and it was like, you know, just like on a a heart strip or a 12-lead strip, you know, on the heart rate monitor, and, like, people are always like, um, you know, you have, like, the low points, and then, like, they're, they're like, man... Like, that sucks, but it's like, bro, you got to have low points to have the high points, you know? And, like, if you didn't have both, like, you would be dead, right? And, you know, like, yeah. ha- having a cardiac history, but, like, you you need both, right? And so I would much rather feel all of the things than feel nothing and have it be completely dulled from alcohol or any other substance. But it's just, like knowing what to expect and I think so many times like going into it like that can be what's really overwhelming for somebody like trying to get sober and like I mean I think it's really brave I I see it all the time like people commenting and they're just like I want to get sober and they don't know how so like knowing like what feelings to expect like hey if they know like everything is going to feel overwhelming all at once at least like if that's all we can do is tell them, like, hey, we're here for you, and, like, um, this is going to be a lot, but, like, you'll come through the other side, and that's that's all we can do, right? Right, absolutely. Like, I, you know, I've got a friend of mine, and, uh, which he, you know, he's he's back to drinking, he's got a lot going on in his life, and, and, what, and, and that's fine, you know, because everybody has to do their own thing, they have to get sober on their own time, and, you know, everybody has to do it for their own reasons, and, you know, he told he made a video on TikTok. Uh, he said he was getting a lot of questions from different people, or from well, from his followers, and they was asking him about his sleep schedule and everything. And he said since he had got sober, that uh, his sleep schedule had actually gotten a lot better. That he was sleeping a lot better and and everything like that. So, yeah, you know, I, some some people can, some people like with me. You know, at the beginning, I think my sleep schedule was a little messed up. But my sleep schedule has been messed up this entire year that I've been, you know, trying to get yeah. sober. So it, 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 it bounces around. And with some people, I think, you know, it could be one minute, you know, like when they get sober, I think, you know, they'll go through a, a portion of their sobriety, like the first few weeks where their sleep schedule won't be all that great. And then it'll start getting better. Or they could be just like me. And it could, like mine was fine at the beginning. And, and then it started getting rocky. So maybe eventually it'll it'll, you know, equal itself on out. Oh, yeah. I, I would think so. I mean, I just think it's it's good to know, like, what, what possibilities might be ahead. And, like, um, the one lady was saying, like, you know, you might feel, like, really incredibly tired all of a sudden because you weren't actually getting rest. When all these times you thought you were getting rest, you were actually just passing out, you know? Like, your body yeah. wasn't getting restorative sleep. So you're exhausted. And then when you think of it like that, it's like, huh. And then imagine like if you're a night shifter like me where you're going against the circadian rhythm, 
You know, you could have, like, two strikes against you. Like, bro, you might need to sleep for a few days. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Or, or, I mean, it could take a while, like, as you figure shit out. I, I don't know. But I feel like... Right. I feel like it's it's normal to have some like um, have like a tough time with it in whatever regard, and so just better to kind of know that those expectations might be a little squirrely, you know, and and just yeah. to, to kind of have to figure it out. Like your body has to like, I mean, and all your organ systems have to purge all of that. I mean, shoot. Especially, like, if it was a large quantity, like, I mean, we've talked about, and everybody's had different amounts and, like, different types of alcohol, but, like, I mean, if you if you were going, like, blackout, which, and that that's the style of drinking that I've, I've typically done, like, um, people are like, man, like, how'd she get so drunk? She went from, like, zero to 60. Like, I, I've never been a drinker that was like, oh, like, I just had a couple and, like, and, you know sipped yeah, on some stuff yeah, I, it was like oh I was all of a sudden this and then I couldn't stand and like yeah so it's like uh, I, I can guarantee it wasn't rest, rested sleep you know oh yeah so yeah so you, you hit the year at the end of June now we're in July what is like tell me like one of your like small baby step type goals is it like a big... you know, yeah I've never been the type that would set goals and, and everything like I, I'm more I guess you could say I, I fly by the seam of my pants <laughs> I knew you were so... gonna say that I almost said it for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that's pretty much all my life you know uh, up until this this past year you know I, I used to treat my body like an amusement park and we all see how far that really got me I mean it eventually caught up to me but uh I, I've never really had no life goal I've never really had any goals set but I would say with this sobriety thing uh since it's you know it's so important to me and it's so important to my health I would say that just staying sober you know not yeah. not letting the urge ever coming back and and me falling back into the trap of going back to alcohol because honestly I think that you know if if I was to start drinking back again I, I probably I don't know that I would ever be able to quit again honestly because uh, I have quit before in the past and you know honestly if you you quit for an X amount of time and you do start back then it's it's almost like your body and your mind is trying to make up for lost time for all however long that you were sober or, or had quit for, it's almost like you're trying to make up lost time for all that alcohol that you missed out on. And it's almost, to me, for, well, for me, I, I don't know if it's like it's for everybody, but for me it was like that. And it was like from the time that I started back all the way up until the time, you know, I quit again, if I ever did decide to quit again, it was like I was trying to make up for all that missed time and alcohol that I didn't have for those few months or however long it was. So for me, if I was the day, if I was to slip and go back, it probably wouldn't be a good thing. I probably wouldn't return. So for me, my goal right now would just be to stay sober, walk that path, and just try my best to keep a sober and straight mind, clear thinking head on my shoulders. I think it's good to look at it like um, like there aren't any other options. You know, I mean, I think it's okay to like have have your goals however you want to do it, like whatever is going to work for you, but. You know, you really do look at it like this is the option. This is the way I'm going to do it. 
you know, like for your health and your cardiac health, which is obviously so important. Um, I, I feel like that's, that's what's working for you, right? You know, that's what's been yeah. working for you. So it's like, um, this is the plan. This is what you're doing. And, um, I mean, I'm super proud of you for that. And I think it, it's got to be, um, no problem. I think it's got to be helpful too. And I mean, I know it's inspiring to other people, but like, what do you think how it is for like sharing it on social media and like sharing your story? Like, do you think that helps you also with like, um, you know, like being transparent and, and sharing that? Like, do you think it helps keep you accountable? Yeah, like, uh, it, it's just, a, like, I use social media sometimes in a way to express myself when it comes to my sobriety because I use my TikTok for for uh, many different things. Um, I'm not one to jump back and forth for, for a chance to have one for one or the other. I just mix it all up. You never know yeah. what you're going to get with me from one day to the next <laughs> on, That's my, right. on my TikTok. <laughs> but for me, you know, I think just getting it out there and because my story might help somebody. And, you know, it's 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 good to talk about, you know, you being sober, you know, you know, maybe from, from some people from, from day to day and, you know, from, for like, for people like me, you know, I might hit on it every now and then on my social medias, you know, twice, maybe three times a month, something like that. But yeah. I think it's good that people that are out there getting sober, that they, you know, that they remind people, Hey, you know, I'm still walking this path, especially yeah. if there's people out there that know, you know, you was a big drunk or you was a big druggie or, or whatever your poison was that you picked, you know, and yeah. you're trying to cut out of your life and whatnot. I think it's good that you throw it out there and remind people, hey, I'm still walking the path. I'm still doing what I'm supposed to be doing like I said I was going to do, you know. Yeah, because absolutely. it's healthy. And like I said, you know, you're getting your story out there at the same oh, yeah. time. Yeah, I think it, it definitely has to hold you accountable. And, and I think it reminds them, too, like, okay, you could do it. Like, and you are doing it. Like, it gives them a, a reminder, like, hey, you could do it also, you know? And yeah, and takes away some of that fear for them, so. Well, I'm super happy to get to hear more of your story and get some more update on you, and congratulations on the year. Like, that's fucking great. Like, I mean, every, you, every, day, every day matters. I want you to know that. Like, the year is thank awesome, you. but, like, today matters just as much as yesterday matters. I, I hope you feel that. So I'm gonna yes, ma'am. I I'm, do. Absolutely. Good, and I want to have you back, um, and we'll do some more of this. Hopefully, I can get you and um, another person together. I'm gonna keep that a surprise, and we'll do a double recap, maybe in a week or so. All right. All right. But I'm gonna close this out with some Yellow Wolf. Ready? All right. Let's go. For everybody else, you'll be able to get Five Foot Jesus information in the notes, and you know where to find me. Till my baby, it'll be another late night. I live work eight hours after midnight. No breaks, no sleep, and it's always been you. 